everyone. Welcome to the ActualPlay.network podcast. This is Matt introducing part two of our City of Mist game. Stick around after the episode for more information and show notes. So all that stuff happened. Andrew humiliated some old people. Yes. With a dead son. Yep. Good work, Andrew. Yeah, I did it on, the, yes. I did it on behalf of the dead son, though. So I, I think uh, quite a quite a crowd has gathered. I would have to imagine that uh, maybe Gino's character is there as well. Lana is there as well. And if you were talking to the lawyer, he definitely wanted to see this and made his way over. Uh, the mayor and I sort of watched the whole thing unfold. Not the mayor. <laughs> what? The lawyer. <laughs> nope, the mayor. I'm the mayor. You can tell by my mayor sash. You and your best friend, the mayor. Yeah. Uh, I see the mayor here. And me and him and the lawyer are all engaged in a conversation when we hear a rumpus going on. And we I'm going to tell you right now, the mayor is not here. Also, it's way more of a ballyhoo. Uh, so there's a real hootenanny going on. Nope. It's more of a Tim. I, uh, the, so the lawyer and I... Um, Why are you talking to the lawyer? Because he was there. We were making small talk, having a, a, a glass of punch. Okay. An adult punch, by the way. No, okay, yep, <laughs> adult punch. I know all about adult punch. With, uh, with all four knuckles. And uh, Herschel and I hear a commotion, so we head over to the crowd and we see um, a sort of an argument breaking out between... Uh, you know, the whole thing that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I would call it a dressing down. Uh, re-listen to what just happened, and that'll be my part. But listen to it from further away. Yeah, like, and then uh, turn to have a discussion with the lawyer in the meantime. What is this lawyer here for? Like, what do we have the lawyer here for? Like, uh, Matt said he was looking for him. Matt was looking for the lawyer? Yeah. All right, excellent. A friend of mine, uh, Jack Davis, was looking for you. I can't seem to find him now. My character is also, I feel like this is important, like, 6'2". Okay. So, quickly looking around, I decide to find, ah, there he is, Jack Davis. And then we're, I'm going to bring him over to Jack Davis. And uh, Jack Davis, this is my friend Herschel Whitcomb, the lawyer. Oh, I've been looking for you. Well, I wouldn't say we're friends. I would. Mm-hmm. Acquaintances at best. He takes a sip of his adult punch. Don't be like that, Hersh. She goes, like, clink her glass against his... But if someone's looking for me, I suppose I'm always interested. Of course you are. What can I do for you, Mr. Sorry, your name was David? I didn't catch it's your last Jack. name. Just call me Jack. Um, David Jack. Got it. Yeah. So, um, you represented a friend of mine, actually. In a case. You represented I'm a sorry? friend of mine in a case. You did, you did great work. Just wanted to thank you. I have a lot of cases. I'm, I don't. I'm sure you do. Someone like yourself, uh, um, Jason Swift. Oh right, right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, not that one's not looking well, great. Yeah, I was hoping I could get him to talk to him. Uh, I've been trying to, to go directly to him, but uh, I'm getting the runaround down at the station. And what? How? How would it that help, help me? You, but I, I was hoping that as one human being. How would that help well, him? I thought maybe he could use to friend right about now. Um, would you say your name was? Jack Davis. 
All right, Mr. Davis. Fine. One condition. Sure. Actually, I don't need your permission for that, so it doesn't matter. Never mind. Just uh, do me a favor. Try to get him to like actually talk Shouldn't to you. Shouldn't be a problem. People, dude, signing. He's signing his own death warrant, and these are not the kind of cases I like. I'd be glad to. Anything to help out a friend. I'll see what I can do. Uh, he walks away and gets on his phone, and then comes back after a minute. He comes back and says, uh, "Yeah, hey, you can swing by tonight if you want. Chief Garland will be there. Let's talk to him. Everything's clear." Assuming he'll talk, assuming Jason Swift will talk to you, that is. I offer him my hand. He shakes it. Anytime you're uh, downtown, look up the tree, the tree bar. I don't think I'll well, be downtown. We find ourselves in strange places sometimes. He looks you up and down and <laughs> kind of gives a knowing look and uh, goes over to... Um, is that the right person? Oh, yeah. And uh, actually, he approaches Dio and says, uh, or he kind of like tries to pull you aside. Dio is fixed to the odors right now. He's coming down a little. Okay. Oh, and he approaches you there and says, um, so I uh, heard your little commotion earlier. You know something about the Harding case? You know something about the Harding case? And he gets um, right in his face. He uncomfortably backs up a little. It's not working. Great. I'm representing the suspect. Mm-hmm. What's he saying? He's saying he didn't do it. Hmm. But that's all he's saying. If you know more, that would maybe help my case. I don't know more, and that's the problem. But I believe him, which is double the problem. And he sticks a little mini hot dog in his mouth and devours it. It's just a matter of why. Who would kill Greg? No one would kill Greg. Certainly not someone who who is. What? I mean, I didn't know him as a person. I know who he is. It's part of my job. But hey, maybe he was keeping secrets from you. Who knows? He narrows his eyes and gets real close. All I got on this defense is a bunch of dead ends. Hmm. Takes another sip of his adult punch. He he doesn't really have enough room to sip his adult punch. (laughs) He tries his best to sip some adult punch. It it hits Dio's chin, which is unmoving. He sighs. I'd be interested in hearing about your dead ends. Well, uh, this guy's looking a little tipsy for the record. Says, um, all all three of my clients, they just keep giving me the same stuff over and over again. Nothing to go on. Hmm. He leans back a little and offers him a real drink. What's this real drink? It's like some it's some it's some real thick whiskey. There's like some Greek drink that uh I can't remember what it's called. It's one of those aniseed flavored liquors. Some traditional Greek drink. 
yeah. that'd be thematically appropriate. Uzo, that's what it's called. <laughs> he yeah. takes a sip and kind of <clears throat> a little, and uh, he shrugs and goes, "You know what? Screw it. I'm already sending one lunatic down there tonight." Yeah. You want to talk to him? Sure, See I'll what he can get me. Yeah, I can be a little bit more persuasive. Great. Now I just need someone who knows the other one. What are you talking about? Oh, I know. What? And he, and he like pushes on his head and like basically pushes him down so he can get a better view of the crowd. <laughs> Aye! Okay. And shouts over towards Lana. You! Oh, hey! Yeah, you're the community one. Get over here. You know everybody. Uh, she hustles over. <laughs> hey, yeah, what's you up? Know all the, you know all the people you know. Yeah, just about. On the, and she's like motions with his hand. You know, the, like the... On the street. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, here you go. She, there you go. That's someone. She probably knows whoever the hell that guy is. This all sounds very fishy. I don't give a shit. And he pats him on the back. Where am I going? He stops and looks at Lana. Do you know anything about Lorena Cole or Perry Woods? Yeah. I know uh, a lot about Lorena Cole, actually. Why would she kill Perry Woods? Well, if I had to guess, it would probably be, uh, be something to do with her daughter. She doesn't have a daughter. Well, there was someone she was going around with claiming was her daughter. And that's the most I know about that. God. The sad part is I believe you. Uh, have you tried checking her apartment? I haven't. That's not my job. They hand me the facts. Did you try going to the police station and asking them about it? Did I try doing my job? Is that what you're asking <laughs> yeah, did me? You? This is the person that you think can help me? Huh? Mr. Vino. He's already walking away. What? What's the problem? He comes back. What's going on? I said, this is the person that you think can help me. It's a third person. Who cares? That's. Does she know him? I Her? don't know. I, I, I'm questioning this. I need someone that these people might think they could say things to that they won't say to me. Hey, Lana, doesn't everyone trust you? And he like, like baps her on the head. Aren't you like fucking the streets? You know, everyone knows you. Everyone trusts you, right? This guy very clearly very drunk at this point. Do I roll two D6s and also invoke power tags? No, to see if I can find any information on this woman, like if she's someone I know and have met. Um, yeah, you know what? Sure. Why don't you roll me investigation? All right. Let me see. And what kind of tags might be applicable to that? Roll plus power is 2d6, right? Yes. Plus your power, which is decided by mm, tags. All right. All right. So I'm going to use um my power tag well known. Okay. Just the one? Yeah, I think that's the only one that really fits here. Okay. Roll. It's an eight. I'm going to say, yeah, you probably do. You know both her and the victim. Yeah, I think I know them. So, but also, since you rolled an eight, that means you get to ask me a question, and then I'm going to choose something to happen to you. So you, basically, you can ask me any question related to one of the two of them. What motive would she have for murdering him? He goes, ah. you know, that is what I've been trying to figure out. 
she just she doesn't seem to have one as far as i can tell they've never met before but i can't find a single reason i can't find a single piece of evidence that says she didn't do it she's definitely not being any help and i'm gonna say that um uh that exposes you to danger people can see that you're asking around Uh uh-oh you don't know who but just be on the lookout i guess and right, so this guy safe, I'm going to use my plant powers to start killing people. So this guy very clearly drunk at this point, like pats you on the shoulder as he walks past you and says, you know what? Why not? Let's see what happens. And he walks away on his phone and then tells all three of you that a police car will be by to pick you up. I can drive. I'm not riding in a car. He doesn't care. You can do that if you want. I'm going to. It's worth noting that I hold my liquor very well, which is like oddly well for someone of my stature. Makes sense. I hold mine reasonably well for someone of my height and stature. What I'm saying is I hope part mine's part of my character. Mm-hmm. How about you, Matt? How toasted are you? Um... Jack's pretty smart. He doesn't. He he always says to have a drink in his hand, but he never really drinks that much. So, do you guys want to go with the police, or do you want to ride with Dio? I'll ride with Dio. I ride with Dio. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> the police officer who came to pick you up looks frustrated and drives away. I don't even notice him. Yeah, no one knows that they're here. Because so. <laughs> I, w- I mean, we go down through the parking garage. Oh, okay. So he just sits out front for a long time. <laughs> Good work. Do you guys want to talk on the way? Or do you want to teleport? Um, one second. Because the second you guys get into the car, this is what you hear. And he's like, oh, sorry about that. Let me, one moment. To the tune of Bastards of the Young, he peels out of the parking garage and down the streets, leaving behind a gorgeous red light trail. As he skids across, as he skids onto the main street from the garage. It's a sad song, man. It's a sad time. But not anymore. Okay, who's that shotgun? (laughs) Neither of them. (laughs) They're both in the (laughs) backseat. I can be shotgun. But also I have the seat way back. Because my legs are really long. I'm I'm uh, laying across the uh, back seat, like lying down or lounge style. Lounge style. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So where he starts punching in the location into his car? You guys hungry? You want to go get some food or something? Yeah, you know, good idea. And he clears out the location. <laughs> uh, where you? Th- what kind of food are you thinking? Fast food, low food. Where can I get some uh, some tiki masala at this time of night? Tiki masala? I know just the place. And he he he, whip, he whips okay. around in the middle of the street and starts heading the other way. What's the Indian restaurant like, Andrew? <laughs> it's like one of those small little hole in the walls where it's kind of like a single aisle of you know wall tables and then a couple standing tables. Right. It's busy and you can feel the heat from the kitchen inside. Your server pours water all over the floor. I'm, I love no it. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> it. Certainly not me. I 
Do you orders some tikka masala hottest? How about you? You have any? Are you talking to her? Yeah. Lana. Me? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Don't worry. I'll have two. It's on me. And when you say that, when I'll you say two, that, Jack looks at you and says, this could right. be the greatest day of my life. Find three. But actually, I'll just be having one, like, for real. Do you want two or one? No, just one. Like, actually, just one. All right. Yeah. Uh, so how did the two of you even get into that party? I thought that those things had a cover charge. Jack shrugs and he goes, I always seem to be able to talk myself into wherever I need to go. Oh, yeah. Say, buddy. I just walk right in. No one bothers me. My motto is just sort of, you know, go where the narrative takes me. So why are you guys going to this police station? I was hoping to talk with somebody who's uh, currently staying there. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He did, the lawyer did mention three people. Yeah. This guy killed a friend of mine, and I'm looking to get some closure on this subject. I feel like we're on that same boat. I assume you have dead friends, Lana? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much just trying to look out for the whole of the city. That's not possible. And stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, but, you know, a little bit at a time. And uh, crime's been hitting real close to my my own street. So, you know, my own little chunk of town. Got to look out for it. Dio's deep into some masala. Oh, the food came while she was talking, and he promptly just focused head on the food. There's a little bit of intersection between the Andrew and the Dio there. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, you begin to eat, you finish your food and begin to eat uh, Lana's food. <laughs> Without missing a beat. Just a little bit off the side. I take some of her sauce. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not eating it, clearly. She's just sitting there talking. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't too hard to get into this police station, though, was it? No, no, super easy. Why would it be hard to get to a police station? I don't know. Do you have trouble? But sometimes it is. Sometimes it's very difficult. I guess the hard part is to get out. Yeah, I don't don't really run into that problem. He says that he hands way too much money for the food to the server. So I'm thinking we get them all in the same room. Impossible (laughs) to the same guy. (laughs) One of them's a woman. (laughs) I think we'll have to... I doubt the police will let us do that. I'm also... No, they'll let us do it. Don't worry about it. Plus, hmm. if look, if it's all connected, please let me have three character voices in the same room. All right, if you insist. <laughs> Listen, if it's all connected, then the best way to find out the answer is to get them to contradict each other, right? I suppose so. I suppose so. Somehow. All right, then. And he comes to a screeching halt in the police parking lot. Hey, get out, get out. He starts banging out of the car. Let's go. All right, so you guys enter the police station. It's pretty dead. There's a uh, large older man there at the front. Uh, Clearly seems like he's been expecting you. And he extends his hand, not towards any one of you in particular, just towards the general group. Says, uh... Chief Rufus Garland, I knew you'd be coming. Hello, Chief. I I see my reputation precedes me. I know all about you, Mister Vino. He winks at him. Know all about all of you. Couple oh, of nice. good eggs. Slowly eyes Jack Davis and trails off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought for certain I was the bad egg. 
<laughs> he, he whispers to Jack. To Jack. Jack shrugs. <laughs> so, uh, I was a little fuzzy on the details. The lawyer wasn't exactly clear. What can I do for you, specifically? We need to see three of your inmates. Yeah, they agreed to talk to you, so you'll be talking to them together? Yeah, that'll make it easier for everyone, I assume. Okay, who would you like to see first? All of them. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, we, you know, we just... You know, we won't have to worry about tying up multiple interrogation rooms or letting people in and out, in and out, in and out. Well, see, the problem with that is uh, they're dangerous. I don't feel comfortable letting three murderers in the room with three civilians. They're handcuffed, aren't they? No, it'll be funny. Don't you, like, handcuff them to things so they can't move? Uh, that Still, it's a little, <laughs> uh, it's not exactly a great situation. Well, how about this? Can you put them in three separate rooms that we can walk between? I mean, they're not connected by tunnels. No, no, but like, you know. But there's a hallway. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a hallway. It doesn't need to be a tunnel. Although if you've got a tunnel, I can Yeah, sure, nice. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't have a tunnel. What if you added a tunnel? How much do you think a tunnel would cost? He walks away. <laughs> and comes back a few minutes later and says, uh, go ahead, I'll set up. Um... Who do you want to talk to first, I guess? Or he, sh- he shows you r- which room is which. And you guys can just tell me who you want to talk to. Okay, so you enter the room and you just see a kind of average looking young man, probably in his early 20s. He looks just kind of nervous and eyes you as you come in. And uh, as you guys enter, Rufus goes... I'm only going to say this once, all right? No funny business in here. that clear, you three? Um, as soon as you, he looks over and uh, Jack is juggling. Good, juggling's not funny. <laughs> Why would anyone juggle? He slams the door. So he just, uh, uh, Jason just eyes all three of you kind of nervously, like never... One of his legs is just constantly bouncing up and down. And there's chairs for you guys, obviously, if you want them. I don't need a chair. Dio assumes a nonchalant yet semi-menacing stance in the back corner. Jack finishes juggling his uh, three butterfly knives and puts them back in his pocket. (laughs) And uh, sits down right across from Jason. Says, hi, Jason. I'm Jack. Uh, Those are my friends, Dio and uh, Lana. Hi. I mean, I I agreed to meet with you because I'm kind of out on a limb here. I don't... What do you want? Oh, I want to talk about my friend Boris. Yeah, that's... I've been talking about him so much. What? What about him? I I don't... I didn't even know him. I didn't... Why would I kill him? That's sort of what I'm here to find out. Well, great. If you solve it, I'm... You know where I'll be. So, out of character for a second, um, uh-huh. what um, what evidence links Jason to this crime? Um, there were, or there was one undisclosed witness, and his blood was reportedly found at the scene. Jason, what? They have a witness. That's what they say. They won't tell me who, but I mean, it doesn't really matter because. <sighs> well, they have to tell your lawyer who it is. Do Laura won't tell you who the witness is? I mean, he... 
I guess he did, but it doesn't mean anything to me. I've never heard of him. So it's not like I can be like, oh, yeah, that guy is out to get me. You know? Mm. Well, it seems like he might be. Uh, maybe he is. What are you trying to say? And how did your blood get there, Jason? <laughs> that That's a really great great question. I, I He, like, shows you his arms and basically any skin that he can. He goes, look, I, I don't even have anywhere to bleed from. Uh, Jason, I think everyone's got somewhere to bleed from. Like your mouth or your nose. Oh, okay. So we're doing a good cop, bad cop. Great. <laughs> he kind of... I'm being the smart cop. Does a head, does a head not a uh, Lana. So which one are you? The tough cop. I'm the tough... Uh, tough cop. Not, not good cop, bad cop. God damn so it. I'm the gray you. cop. Got it. I'm like the in-between cop who's... Uh, From Brooklyn now? I gotta be something. <laughs> Ah, it doesn't really open up a lot of uh, room for a third type of cop in this scenario. Yeah, that that was a joke. Well, Jason, I'd really like to know what happened to my friend Boris. <laughs> yeah, you know, at this point, I really would like to too. Yeah. And he shows you his hand, his wrists and handcuffs. Can I um, can I make a roll? Hmm, I guess it would be an investigate roll, or it might be. Yeah, I guess it would be investigate. And I want to add okay. read the crowd in there. That's my power tag okay. to see if I can get a sense if he's telling the truth or not. The whole truth. Okay. Um, I, I will mm-hmm. say, um, I'm not going to like try and make this stuff like super, super obfuscated, but um, the people will have uh, yep. tags also, basically. Because I never roll, but it'll be like, you need to basically break their threshold in certain yeah. cases. I'm not saying this is one of those cases, but... Okay. Because, you know, some people will be really good at lying, or some people will be resistant to damage or whatever. So that's a seven. So, yeah, you can ask me a question, but that also means I get to pick one of those things. Jason, are you sure that you didn't... Um Well, I don't want. To, I don't want to ask him directly. I kind okay. Of yeah. Did. Yeah. Sure. You can ask me a thing. Well, kind of, you want to know if you if he's telling the truth? Yeah. Are you telling the truth, Jason? Um, are you telling me the whole truth, Jason? From the sense you're getting, he's more or less telling you the truth, but he's not telling you the whole truth. Okay. Which which means I picked uh, the clues you get are fuzzy, incomplete, or part true, yeah. part false. Yeah. So he's not lying to you, but he's not telling you everything. Jason, what about this? What if what if I say this? You tell me everything you remember, everything you can tell like me. In my entire life? That that'll take a long time. Don't be a jackass, Jason. <laughs> Sorry, and I'm stressed out. Then you can authorize us to maybe you can get your lawyer rather to authorize us to sort of work as I don't know, I guess you call us detectives, private investigators. Yeah, I'll, I just want to be—I just want to look into it. I want to see if I can help you, Jason. Any of you licensed private detectives? I'll hire you right now. I can These get, idiots I can aren't doing anything for me. Well, great. You the got idiots the job. aren't doing. <laughs> I think I think I'm more of a subcontractor in this situation. Call yourself whatever you want. I'm not going to argue your semantics. If you're going to help me out, that's great. But uh, what what do you mean? What I remember? I I never met this Boris guy. I. 
didn't kill him. I was doing other what, stuff that night. That he died. I just want to get this case sealed up hermetically. Uh, we're just meeting some friends. Meeting some friends. Yeah. That's it. And they weren't anywhere near mm. Boris. No. And this, you'll authorize the lawyer to talk to uh, this other witness for us. Other witness? This witness who's fingering you as the uh, perpetrator. <laughs> Grow up, Chico. <laughs> Yeah, sure. You guys do whatever you want. That's Lana. Something fun over there, Lana. You got a, you got a problem with it? You know, it's, you know, it's funny. What if the witness just is fingering this guy, and we just don't know who it is? Lana, it's time for yourself a good uh, knee slapper well, in the corner. Jason, thanks for your time. Um, I have to tell you, I know you're not being entirely truthful with me, and it's like I only want to help you. So if anything else occurs to you that you might want to share. Call me anytime, and I'll come down and talk to you. Sure. Sounds good. Please, Kat, do not go near my microphone. <laughs> Sorry, what? Hi everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 30th episode of the ActualPlay.network podcast. This is part two of our City of Mist game. Uh, this series, Chris is the Game Master, I play Jack Davis, or uh, the Green Man. Andrew plays Diovino, or Bacchus, and Gino plays Lana, or Johnny Appleseed. Uh, if that doesn't make any sense, please check out the City of Mist website. They do a great job explaining the premise of the game. Uh, this was our first Power by the Apocalypse game for, I think, everyone. So please listen gently. Chris did a great job running the game, so feel free to jump on Twitter and let him know at Chris R. Bailey. Next week, the next installment of City of Mist. If you like the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website actualplay.network. That is the best way to get into contact with us. Gino does title card illustrations for the site. If you dig his art, he has a long-running web comic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at p- patreon.com slash kiwimonster the link to which will be in the show notes. Music this week is by Don DeLego, Doran Bastin, and Attic Soul. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Eyes Without a Face. If you have an idea for our website, I can help you with that. Visit WhalingCityWeb.com. For an example of my work, you can check out the just-freshened-up actualplay.network website if you need another reason to check that out. So thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Never fear.